You are listening to a Geek Fallout production in association with Atomic Geeks Podcasting Network. Hello and welcome back to episode 17 of Techno Babble. I'm your host, Mike King. Joining me is Rich. Hey, hey, hey. And we're uh, continuing our two-man mission to explore the internet for strange, interesting, hilarious, or terrifying technology and discuss the ramifications, the, the outcomes, or just the awesomeness or stupidity of whatever they are. <laughs> and uh, with the advent of winter leaving and spring coming, lots of people are eventually going to be going outdoors again, except for some maybe some of our more hardcore listeners who are staying in their humidity-controlled basements or whatever. <laughs> but most people will be uh, heading outside. And for extended durations, like some may call it uh, camping or traveling or whatever it is. I don't know what this is. I just go to work and I come home, but apparently other people have... Other things to do with their time. I, I, I don't get it. Rich, can you tell me more about this camping thing? Um, I don't know. I, I think you're crazy. Camping is really fun. I, I <laughs> love getting outdoors and, uh, you know, spending a day or two away from, uh, from the city. I don't know about like long term camping. Traveling is a little different, right? But uh, camping and such is, uh, is a blast. So you know, that's kind of why I figured it'd be a fun time to do this because it's right before it starts getting warm out before, uh, before people start, you know, going out to camp or fish or go out to the beach or go to, you know, festivals or outdoor conventions or whatever it might be. Um, so I thought uh, this would be a really fun topic to cover. Yep. And, uh, all kidding aside, I haven't gone camping in a long time, but, uh, if I had like a buddy to go with, that would be good because, you know, going out into the wilderness all by myself seems like a recipe for, well, given my propensity for failure and mischief, it just mm -hmm. doesn't just doesn't seem like a good idea unless I have some adult supervision. But uh, there's some. Uh, we decided to look at some of the more interesting tech that's going to be out there when we're out in the well, not the streets, but the fields and the the meadows and. Hmm. Like how how can what amazing things can we use to survive that have come out this year or within the last year? And uh well one thing that bothers everybody is when you're packing there's only so much you can carry on your back, but there's so much you need. Like you'll need a tent, a sleeping bag, and not only that, unless you plan on eating like prepackaged snacks and and like cookies and and shit, you may need to actually cook some food. And if you're one of those people that actually trusts foraging for foraging in the wilderness like i don't know killing a rabbit or just cooking the berries or making a cherry pie in the woods because you're stupid whatever there's a uh, like one of the big uh, implement or impediments is uh pots pans stoves like how much of this shit can you carry on your friggin' back so i found an amazing collapsible pot that can cook 2.8 liters of food and it folds down into a 1.5 inch disc. And uh, being a 420 enthusiast, I'm sure Rich can appreciate the name it has, X-Pot. <laughs> and uh, it's an amazing thing. The article says, while they're a camping necessity, pots are far from the most convenient things that fits in your backpack. They're bulky, they're bulky builds round shapes, protruding handles. They're just a nightmare to comfortably find room for. But it's not a problem with the X-Pot, a cooking pot that collapses to little more than the size of a Frisbee. So how the hell does a pot work if it can, like, collapse into a Frisbee? Like, how the hell does it work? Well, it's a 2.8 liter cooking pot with a lid and two handles so you can cook with the same convenience you're used to at home. It has a hard anodized aluminum base which allows you to expose it to direct fire with food-grade silicone walls that keep all the heat in while allowing the, the unique collapsible function. And you may think, well, if this is all rubber and shit, how am I supposed to know how my food is good? Like, if I can't see it. 
-hmm. Well, the lid is translucent, so you can watch all the food as it cooks, and it has an integrated strainer, so you can drain past water directly from pasta in from the pot. And just in case you're making pasta in the jungle. Now, the pot won't exactly cook food for a whole crew, but if you've got two to three people, you can feed them with no problem. Plus, you could probably use it as a really expensive frisbee during their during your downtime. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> yep. So, Rich, what do you think about this? A collapsible pot. Uh, I I saw a couple very similar things like that when uh, when I was looking around. I mean, anything that's uh, collapsible or silicone. Um, anything like that, they're always handy. Like I love, uh, silicone colanders and stuff like that for the kitchen, right? They collapse them and, and stuff. And, you know, anything like that, that helps save room is, is a lot better for camping for sure. It's much like, uh, or it's a lot like, um, uh, one of the other ones that I almost put on the list, but it didn't quite, it's not quite techy enough. I thought so, uh, but, uh, inflatable tents where the poles are inflatable. So the tent is much easier to pack, much lighter, and much easier to put up because you don't have those heavy um, uh, poles to carry with you, right? All you have to do is blow it up so it's it can be packed up smaller, lighter, and it's faster, right? So, Yep. So, Rich, what, what amazing uh, – do you have any amazing cooking implements so, to keep on, on track, or are we just going to have, like, a wild segue, sharp turn, and move on to something else? Um cooking i don't have anything for cooking really so you just so you just planned if when you go camping to just go out of the woods for a couple of hours or maybe an hour no but you had you had the camping one you said you (laughs) called dibs so i don't get to talk about that (laughs) on the pot not the concept of food preparation in its in its entirety well that was just like the only (laughs) really cool one that i wanted to talk about so we'll just wait and you can talk about that after (laughs) So, uh, <laughs> uh, one of the really cool things that I saw, though, was the um, O2 Tech, all one word, Smart Lantern. Mm. This is basically a portable, outdoorsified um, Philips Hue. So, it's, it's a lantern um, that is either 200 or 400 lumen, depending on which one you, uh, you buy, which model you buy. Uh, it's water resistant. So uh, built-in yep. USB charging can <clears throat> display up to 16 million different colors uh, at different brightnesses. Bluetooth enabled, and it even has a thermometer, humidity, uh, barometric pressure monitors. Like it's got all these uh, weather monitors as well, or weather sensors uh, to help give you weather alerts as well. Um, you can turn it on remotely. Uh, turn it on and off using the app on your phone and, and whatnot. So like one of the examples they gave other than, you know, all just the fun stuff you could do with any color that you want while you're camping and, you know, it's kind of fun. But um, if you turned off the light and went to go, say, look at the stars or whatever, you know, like a little bit of ways from your tent and you're like, oh, crap, I can't find my tent. Then you just turn on the light with your phone and now you can find your tent again. <laughs> I don't know, it was just, I thought it was really cool, like a little, like, fun little party light almost. I, 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 but it's I, it's also a white lantern that can charge your phone as well. I, so. spa- I space out for a microsecond and you're, and you're losing your tent? What? No. You, so how do like, it, you, like, you said something oh, about oh. finding your tent? Yeah, like if you were to, like, walk away and do, like you know, like turn off your light at your tent or something and you didn't have a fire going or whatever in the middle of the night to like say look at the stars and you walked away and then you turn around and you're like, oh crap, where's the tent? <laughs> or you t- you take a long walk to take a lazy piss and then you... Yeah, exactly. You just turn like around in the middle like, of the night what the and you're just you're, like, you're oh really... crap, you know, like you, you I walk turned too off much. the light. Yeah, yeah, you walked away too far and you're like, oh shit. Exactly. Is. So, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was really cool though, like being able to be out outdoors and and have, you know, quote, mood lighting, but also be able to control your your camp light from when you're in bed. So, like, you don't have to, if you're, if it's a, say it's a lamp that you have out and there's a couple people camping in a couple of different tents, right? And everybody goes into their bed and this lamp is the one in the middle of the campsite. You can now turn that, you don't have to turn it off before you go to bed. 
you can walk into your tent, you know, lay down, get comfortable, and then turn off the light once everybody's ready. So you're not walking around in the dark. You're not using flashlights or whatever. You just click it off, right? So. Cool. Well, one thing that uh, is imperative when you're traveling is water. And uh, if you've listened to previous episodes of the show, you know me. We, I, I, I love my water. I love the water on the, yeah. or the bottle and on speakers. my bike. I love the water so I can have something to float my speakers on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, in but when you're in the woods, you can't trust the water. I mean, like, not everything is, like, uh, f- uh like for bugs where all the water you need is like pooled in a, in a flower. And, you know, if you're trying to get enough water for you, you got to go to lakes and streams and, you know, you, you don't know if a bear was upstream using it as his own personal bidet about five minutes ago. You just don't know. So, <laughs> I mean, come on, Yogi's got to clean his butt somewhere. So, how the hell are you going to make sure that the water you're drinking isn't going to give you like the power squirts or a, uh, a friendly little parasite that's going to live in your brain for a couple mm-hmm. of years until you, until you keep asking, why do I keep hearing that scraping sound? Mm-hmm, for sure. And why does my uncle have three eyes and a tentacle <laughs> where he really doesn't? That's just what you see because you're losing parts of your brain. So how do you avoid parasites and shit? Well, you have the camelback all clear microbiological UV water purifier. It's an all-powerful UV purification system and uses proven UV technology that turns any tap or natural water into potable drinking water in just 60 seconds. Fast, effective, and backed by our Got Your Back lifetime guarantee. Got your back, and it's a backpack. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> lifetime guarantee <laughs> all clear maximizes uv exposure so how does it work well it's motion powered so you just shake it to mm-hmm. generate power for 60 seconds and it can turn all water into drinking water and who's this made by sorry camelback but with no c it's just camelback b-a-k hmm. that sounds really cool i actually saw one um, I forget. Hold on one second here. I'll just check my notes. I believe it was the Oco water filtration system, which is also a, uh, a UV light slash filtration system. Like it's yeah. got both in it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but apparently the filtration of this, um, bottle is so good that it can actually turn Coke back into water. I'd like to see it turn pee. I'd like to see it turn pee into water. I'd like to see it turn water into Coke. Damn. That'll save me a lot of money. Or better yet, water into wine. Hell, let's, <laughs> let's just do the Jesus thing. <laughs> Instead of personal Jesus, now you got your own port, port, portable Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's Depeche Mode's new song, Portable Jesus. Yeah, but the, 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 um, the water filtration uh, devices, um, like the Camelback idea, is great. Uh, how much does it hold? It holds... Uh... I'm not seeing it here, but it uh, has a battery on it, which is. But it's like a backpack, right? Like it's an actual Camelback backpack thing. No, no, it's a bottle you can put in your backpack. Oh. Most of the the tech is done in the lid of the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's exactly the same as the the Oco. Yep, and it reduces bacteria by ninety nine point nine 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 percent, viruses by ninety nine point nine percent, and protozoa by ninety nine point nine percent. So you only get the strongest of parasites in your body when this is done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, see, I thought it was going to be like an actual camel pack, like you know what I'm talking about, right? Like the things that like the bikers wear, the little backpacks, and it's just got a little water bladder in it, and then it's got a uh, a um, a straw that goes like up the the armband, and then you can put it in your mouth. Have you seen those before? Mm. No? Okay. Well, anyway, that's what I thought it was going to be. But the the, the whole uh, water filtration thing is obviously a big deal. Yep. Uh, when I was looking up different products for this list, I ran into a bunch of different ones. One of the ones that I actually really liked, and I'll just mention it quickly. I don't have much info on it because I decided not to go with it, but it's called the Grail Ultralight Water Purifier. And basically what you do is 
it's a water bottle and then you pull up part of it like it, it's I guess kind of like two in one so you pull it up so that it's twice as big you fill up the top half with, or no the bottom half with water and then you push the top half down which is the actual filter and it filters the water as it's going through it oh so that's like one it, of the, yeah, it's one of the things I skipped over it's a squeeze it's a squeeze filter yeah like just a squeeze filter. Every, yeah exactly. squeeze everything and, through it yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can get, you know, fresh water from any source within, you know, a matter of seconds. Yeah. I, I screwed that's up. really cool. I screwed up. I just looked at uh, more of this site. And uh, you put on the UV power cap, and it's good for 80 cycles. That's how good the battery is for 80, ba 80 cycles. And uh, it's powered by a battery, not by motion or anything. But you do have to agitate it for 60 seconds just to make yep. sure you kill all but the strongest bacteria. Mm-hmm. And then you can uh, drink it. It's got a, it's a good for like ten thousand cycles, mm -hmm. and it's easy to travel with because it's the size of a bottle. All the tech yeah. is in the lid, so it seems pretty neat. Yeah, I know the uh, the Opo or the sorry the Oco. Uh, I think it was called right. Yeah, the Oco water filtration system is good for they say up to two hundred liters, I think, or two hundred gallons before you need to replace whatever it is that needs to be replaced, either the battery or the filter or whatever it is. So that's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so moving on to something a little more techy, um, I'm going to uh, slowly build up in, in, in tech value <laughs> and um, intrigue here as we go along. And, and to go against your theme, I'm going to go, my next device is going to be extremely low tech. <laughs> just just right, so I can well, pull apart and fight fight you on this. <laughs> the uh, the next one I have on my list is the Eaton Scorpion uh, emergency travel thing. I don't even know what to call it. It's <laughs> one, it's it's uh, basically it's a solar powered slash hand crank powered uh, NOAA weather alert system, AM FM radio, light and cell phone charger, and it's handheld and it's really bright and. You can get all of your, you know, your emergency radio broadcasts or listen to music. It's got a flashlight on it that can strobe. And like I said, it can charge your phone either. And, you know, it's solar powered and hand crank power. So if it's in the middle of the night, you just sit there and you crank it. And bada, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, you got the brightest light in the room. <laughs> yeah, you're terrible. I know what that laugh is. You're sick. I'm My single. Yeah, well, or, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair point. I hear you. Good point. Okay. So, uh, anyway, uh, and that's actually 50 bucks. So that's not even too bad, really. For $50, you get something that's, like, that's almost worth buying just to have as a solar charger. Because, I mean, you recently bought... Um, Oh, no, you just bought the battery bank, right? You didn't buy the solar one? No, it's in my uh, to-do list. I'm slowly piling up perk points. Uh, almost, at, I think I'm at 25. I'll be cashing out tonight and just adding that to my balance. And uh, there's one for like $66 for a nice solar charger. I can just put a sticker on that or a little wall suction thing and then put that on the window and charge my battery. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yep. But also, I hate that I sold that phone to you because now I want that many perk points because mine don't go that quickly anymore. <laughs> so, what uh, what is your next product? Well, I decided to go progressively low tech. And uh, are you familiar with the? Uh, I don't know if it's Greek or Roman, or it's one of those ancient uh, things. The uh, the old story of uh, of a port town being attacked by ships but they didn't have any uh long-range weapons so what they used instead was mirrored shields and they all aimed them and convert and uh aimed all the points of light on their shields to set the sails of the oncoming ships on fire hmm. you never heard uh... of that uh, greek or uh, roman legend it was on an episode of mythbusters Yes, because I watched that show that much. Well, you don't have to um, watch it a lot. I, I don't watch it at all, and I still know about that one. 
<laughs> anyway, this takes that same principle of using concave refractive uh, sunlight to amplify heat. And it's a portable solar cooker. Now, at first I thought it was just solar panels converting electricity to heat on a grill, but this does something better. This, this device called the GoSun integrates sun power technology in a highly portable form factor. Now, when you carry it, it's basically like a, like a tiny metal duffel bag, except it's a sheet of a cur two sheets of curved metal on a hinge. And inside is a cylinder, and inside that cylinder is a nice sleeve where you can put in about three pounds of food, although it has to be like small bits of food because you can't like put like a, a big white steak in it. Mm. But if it's like chopped up into pieces that can fit in the tube, you put it in here and it measures two feet long with a 2.5 inch diameter. It's in the shape of a tube that's more of a pummeling weapon than a portable stove. You simply place your food inside the cylinder-shaped cooking chamber, open the lid wide, face it towards the sun, and everything is arranged in a parabolic design to retain heat from 80 to 90% of the sunlight it catches, which focuses it to the food cooking, to cook the food sitting inside of it. And up to three pounds can be cooked at a time, which is enough to feed up to four individuals, or one honey boo-boo and her mom. I was going to just say one American. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, this, with the sun shining in its full glory, it can heat up a batch of hot dogs in 10 minutes, make scrambled mm. eggs in about 20, and stew up a couple pounds of pork in about 30 minutes to an hour. It can be used for steaming, baking, frying, roasting, and boiling, too, for a highly mm. versatile cooking device. Oh, you're making me so hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So, if you can if you can fit your food into a tube, <laughs> you can cook it for with the power of the sun. That's pretty cool. So I mean, it's not as cool as another stove that someone may have on their list and might be leaving out, but <laughs> or something know. getting to. But I'm just thinking of Doctor Octopus, the power of the sun on my plate. <laughs> Jesus, this is terrible. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, you want the power of the sun? Damn right. I got you some power of the sun. Lay it on me, brother. The Meat Earl Survival Tablet. This is a survival-based, ruggedized uh, tablet. Actual Android 4.1 tablet meant for the outdoors and helping you, well, survive. Is it a redneck? Uh, is it a redneck seeking redemption after winning the lottery? Uh, no. It doesn't have a cool. Mu it doesn't have a nice Burt Reynolds style mustache. No, but it does come in camo. <laughs> um, um, basically, okay. it's, well, it's not Jason Lee, but I'll I'll take it's it. It's a ruggedized tablet that comes with GPS, weather sensors, barometer, thermometer, compass, AM, FM, SW, LW, radio, solar charging, Bluetooth 4.0, a walkie-talkie that works for up to 20 miles, runs on Android 4.1, and has an e-ink display. It can also charge your other devices, I believe. So, um, that's awesome. Damn right. So it's a, like, the only thing that kind of throws me off is the fact that it's an Android device, but it's running an e-ink display. So that kind of, I mean, like, I know e-ink displays have come, you know, really far within the past, you know, few years. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, that, yeah, that black and white technology has really made leaps and bounds. Well, it has, <laughs> as far as how quickly you can change the picture and um, how deep the darks can be and, and the power consumption of it and stuff like that. The thing that gets me is if this is an Android tablet, um, there's going to be a lot of, of moving and switching and, and, you know, like I'm sure it's not going to necessarily let you load like the, you know, Google Play Store and just play Angry Birds on it because like e-ink displays, as far as I know, aren't really good for like video, right? Like they can't, they don't have the refresh rate to be able to do that. Well, no, it's meant so, for reading, it's meant for reading like large still images, not exact moving ones. Exactly. So that would be the only thing I would be concerned about is how, 
how quick the refresh rate is because like obviously like you're not going to be doing you're not even going to want to do any of that sort of stuff but seeing as how it's based on android unless it has um a really good skin overlay on top of the um the underlying android operating system that allows the user to have a um a graphical user interface that is very you know like you said just like you know pictures and very straightforward switching from one menu to another no no fancy anything you know what i mean that would be the only way that it would really work and hopefully for 299 dollars they have gotten that to work but i just i really think that something like this is freaking awesome i would love to get it if i was going um going camping and i had a spare 299 dollars this would be the kind of thing that'd be really fun especially if you're like going like if you're just going camping, like, you know, at a campsite with your car, whoop de doo You don't need something like this. If you're going, you know, backpacking, trekking, camping, like you're going off route, away from the roads, something like this is very handy. Um, just because, you know, obviously it's got the GPS and the compass in it, but also the radio and the solar charger. And I'm pretty sure it has a flashlight on it as well. So... You know, and a walkie-talkie to boot, although I'm not really sure how that works unless it's just, like, works on the same frequencies as walkie-talkies and you can just kind of choose what station you want. And like, I see it pointless if you have to have another one of these for that part of it to work, but assuming that it works on the same uh, bandwidth or uh, wavelength uh, spectrum that uh, other walkie-talkies do like is yeah, just it's, a it's gotta, very very like swiss army knife tech yeah. product for camping here you know, it's got to be yeah, it's got to it's got to have like some walkie-talkie frequencies on it at least like the most common ones so that you can uh, contact your local forest ranger and let them know that you you know you, you you screwed up and you may have accidentally started a forest fire when you tried to burn your toilet paper mm-hmm <laughs> And you're just like, listen. Only you can prevent forest fires. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know there may be a tiny uncontrolled blaze on the, uh, on the third mountain, but I'm letting you know so maybe you guys can get to it before. Just it let spreads. you know, it, it looks like this tiny blaze is headed for California uh, again. Uh, my bad. If you, if you see a guy running away from it with his pants around his ankles. T- Ease up on him, okay? He's had a bad day. He feels bad. He feels bad enough already. <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> We're so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> well, speaking of fire, uh, I decided that there's a uh, an interesting little as a precursor to the big ticket item. Oh come on! <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> You still Dude, keeping it from me? Give, giving you a little case of. Oh, uh, you're such a tease. Giving you a case I hate of blue you. balls Why are right you here. Doing that? Don't do that to me. <laughs> well, uh, given the uh, the recent election, I found this uh, this disposable grill, which is called the Bernie. Now, Bernie? it's yeah, hmm. it's got a picture of a little uh, hag of the horrible on it. Uh-huh. Now, disposable grills aren't new, but. The Bernie is a disposable grill you don't even have to dispose of because it burns itself to the ground into ashes after you're finished cooking your burgers and steaks. Hmm. It's an open fire grill with a design based on the Nordic technique of burning wood stumps. It's a hollow piece of alderwood log that's been filled with ready-to-burn alderwood charcoal inside of it. Simply strike a match, light the bundled wick, Watch it catch flames with no lighter fluid necessary, and you can lay down any fish, kebab, or hot dogs that you're cooking on top of it. You can even add your own grate if you prefer. Similar to the Light and Go, you can use the Bernie to start a setup-free campfire without having to go through the usual motions that starting one would require. It comes in two sizes. Large, weighs 5.5 pounds and burns out in 2.5 hours, and medium, weighing only 3 pounds and it burns out in 1.5 hours. The charcoal is chemical-free, so there's no lighter fluid necessary that will ruin the taste of any food you can cook directly on it. Oh, what the hell? So you get that nice smoky flavor, but without that gassy, without that gassy feed. Odor. This is the coolest freaking thing. And the log is pretty thick, so you can lay down cooking pots on top of it, so it's nice and sturdy. And you can you can use it to boil water, cook rabbit stew. The fire is contained inside the log for the entire time. No spillover, no no being like, whoops, it's breaking apart, it's spreading, oh shit, none of that. 
and That's the log really cool. And the log um, just collapses in on itself, so there's zero waste left over at the time of burning. Nothing to clean up. Now you may wonder how much this is. It's twelve ninety five for the medium and fourteen ninety five for the large. The BernieGrill.com is where you can find it. Yeah, that's really amazing. This is actually something that I would actually consider getting, especially at that price. That's not a bad price, and um, yep, and it's about yeah. the size of a of a just a just a tiny log, but not like long. It's like as wide as a log, but it's it looks pretty like it'd narrow. Be about okay. the the as big as the base of a chair, almost like the seat of a small chair. Yeah. Pretty well, much. Smaller than that even, unless you're unless you're like an Asian chair. Kids chair me, oh. Yeah, there you go, kids chair. It's about as wide as the seat of a kid's chair. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that so, is really cool. I like that. I like that a lot. That I, is really cool and it's green. It was worth and we need more of that. And speaking of green it was worth, I figured it was worth mentioning as a you know, it's a bit of a tease. You're ruining my segue. <laughs> ruining my segue. Speaking of green, my final uh, big choice product here is. Are you ready for this, Mike? You're gonna love this. Okay, you're gonna love that. You are all over this. I'm oh girding my myself in anticipation. It is called the My FC Power Trek. Have you heard of this? Nope. I don't even know what those words mean together, but I mean, I'm hoping you'll explain it to me. It is a fuel cell battery pack Ooh. for on the go. So basically, the <clears throat> basically the little pod or the the charger that you get uh, has two compartments. When you open it up, it has one area for the my fc power trek pods that you purchase you put in a pod which contains um editor's note just hold on don't say anything for a second mike let me find this i sent it to you but so each pod contains sodium silicide, sodium borohydride, and 12 grams of aluminum. Um, therefore, we recommend that you throw the used puck in the recycling bin for metal. So it's basically, once it's done taking the uh, two different kinds of salt out of there, um, all you're left with is just this empty metal aluminum cartridge that you can now recycle so it's it's a pretty green tech uh, you put you put that in the first compartment you put about a tablespoon of water or supposedly any water-based product any any um product that has water in it so i'm assuming they're talking about you know like kool-aid or I don't know, rum or something whatever um and you put that in the other side turn it on or compress it click it in so that the chemicals the chemicals mix with the water and now you have power um it has a battery on top uh attached to it so if you're not plugged into it charging a device you're not losing the power because it's fuel cell there's no way to turn it on and off once you put the plug into it or sorry once you put the fuel into it and uh and start the reaction there's no way to stop it and there's no way to turn it on or off or say you know whatever so they put a rechargeable battery on top that is 3800 milliamps you can charge this battery either from the fuel cell or from the wall um so you know if you're still on the grid it acts as a normal power pack but if you're off the grid you can just plop in a, a in a um fuel puck uh and each puck equals about 14 to 1600 milliamps of power and are you ready for the price mike all right this sounds like it's going to be terribly expensive lay it on me now what how much do you think would be reasonable for a a handheld fuel cell charger 50 bucks okay so 50 bucks for the charger and the 3,800 milliamp battery that comes with it. Okay, you're a little, I think you're even a little low here, but... I, I was thinking of 50 bucks for each of the fuel cells. Oh, okay. No, I'm talking about the actual charger. Like, you know, when you buy it, like... Oh, no, probably the charger about, itself. Maybe about 100 bucks. 
Okay, and each fuel cell you think is how much? Providing one charge. That's all 50. you're getting out of each each puck is one charge. G- given how energy, given how people get screwed over by so-called energy efficient items, I'm going to think that they're going to screw you over with fifty bucks per cell. Fifty per cell. Okay. Well, here we go. The my FC Power Trek device itself the charger is available uh i went to their website and it says that they offer free shipping within the eu so hooray kind of screws us but uh it can be available for 99 euro which is equal to 144 canadian dollars roughly so not too bad probably a lot cheaper american just because of their dollar and how crappy our dollar is right now so that's not too, too bad considering how green this tech is, you know, like this is the only bad thing that comes out of this thing is water vapor, you know, um, and then the pucks, you can pick up nine pucks for 45 euros or about $65 Canadian. And I believe you can get 15 pucks for 69 or $79, I want to say, or 79, uh, sorry, euros. So... I don't know, probably about a hundred dollars for fifteen pucks. So, so did you did you were you able to do the math and figure out what that is per puck? Oh, I'm sure I could have. I'm far too lazy. I don't really care. I just it's really cool because it's a so, fuel cell. So the cells are individually are cheaper than I expected, but the unit itself is far more expensive than I anticipated. Yes. So it all evens out. But at the same time. It's not just the fuel cell charger. This is also a normal battery pack as well that you can just plug into the wall and use as a 3,800 milliamp battery pack anytime you want, you know? So you don't necessarily, like, it's kind of like the Chevy Volt in that way. You can run it off the grid, but if you need to run, you know, completely off the grid and not have any any power, you've got these pucks. Well, I think I'm going to do you one better. How would, I think you are. How would you like an item that you only have to buy once and all the biopucks or biomass or fuel that you need would simply be all around you and you can use any of that to charge your mobile devices? So screw these biofuel cell overpriced Europucks. What if you could just grab shit around you and use that to charge your phone? Hmm. You would be using the BioLite camp stove, and it uses it generates usable electricity for charging LED lights, mobile phones, other personal devices, anything you can fit into a USB port. Burning only wood, the camp stove creates a smokeless campfire where you can cook meals and boil water in minutes while charging up your devices. The setup is easy, the fuel is free, and the flames are hyper efficient with performance on par with white gas stoves. And it comes with a USB flex light included. Hmm. I'm looking at the site, and you can get other things to get with it, like a grill to put on top of it, as well as a a thermos or a drinking, like a boiled water bottle. And another device it has, just in case your hands are out of the picture for some reason, a stick snapper for ten dollars so yeah as as amazing as this device is they also have a device that allows you to snap sticks and and that's not all man it can also double as a bottle opener Hmm. but getting back to the useful device it has a it it's comprised of a thermoelectric generator which generates usable electricity from the heat of the fire a 2 watt usb port so it it charges devices like smartphones headlamps led lights it has an internal fan and gas jet which circulates air into the fire for improved combustion and efficiency a scalloped pot stand which triangulates pots and pans for stable cooking surfaces and diverts flames away from the power pack. It has a honeycomb heat mesh, which is a protective barrier that keeps the camp stove unit itself cool to the touch. So after burning all this wood in it, you'd think, oh, fuck, now i got to wait like 20 minutes for it to cool down so I can pick up the damn thing and 
and either put it in my pack or move it around. Nope, it keeps the cam stove cool to the touch and has lightweight aluminum legs to fold up and keep it for nested stability. And its patented core technology captures waste heat through the fire through a heat probe attached to the orange power pack. Heat is converted into usable electricity with a thermoelectric generator, which powers a fan and sends surplus energy into a USB port. And the internal fan forces air back into the burn chamber for improving combustion, creating a cleaner, more efficient burn. Hmm. So, how about that? You want to charge your phone? Grab some sticks and twigs? Get Make some eggs? Charge your phone. Hmm. I, I absolutely love this product. I was following it, uh, I think it... Uh, first got mentioned at CES probably about a year, no, two years ago, I want to say, maybe even a bit, bit longer. Um, I remember seeing it on the uh, Twit network with Leo Laporte on uh, Before You Buy, and it is just an amazing product. I love it. I want it. I want it so bad. Like, this is something, <laughs> this is something that I would actually almost contemplate using in my home. But I love Like, it. To, to lower my own dependency on electricity and or gas because i could just go out into my backyard collect some sticks boil some water make some craft dinner bing bang boom you're done and charge you know, your phone and charge your phone at the same time but and I'm... then not only that but you my friend forgot to mention the fact that a you do have to pay an extra 60 dollars to get the grill that fits on top of it which kind of sucks but hey whatever what do you expect right you got to pay for everything but there's actually a kettle pot attachment now that doubles as a case for the BioLite. Now, I didn't see how much this costs, but uh, basically, I think it holds a, a gallon, they said, or no, 1.5 liters. That sounds more, that sounds right. Um, holds a little bit over a liter of water, and it's, you know, BPA free silicone and you know, airtight and it can be a kettle and a pot at the same time. Like it's got a little uh, lid to be a kettle, the silicone lid, but then you can take off the lid and you can also, you know, cook things in a pot, uh, whether it be beans or vegetables or boil water, or whatever you need to do to cook your food as well. Um, and like I said, then when you're done, clean it out, put the bio light on it and then attach it to your backpack. Cause it's got a little clip, bing, bang, boom, you're done. That's like my new thing. This episode, bing, bang, boom, yo. <laughs> that, that, that's your wubba lubba dub dub yeah exactly well I'm looking at other stuff that's available on here like a nano grid which is a compact powerful system of rechargeable lighting and power storage an advanced energy hub the power light stores shareable energy in the palm of your hand while the daisy chain sight lights provide a home like network of overhead lighting so if you want to completely eliminate all the darkness and isolation that comes with being part of the great outdoors and pretend you're actually just chilling in your backyard with your homies and actually spending hundreds of dollars going out of the country instead of actually chilling in your backyard with your homies, you can get this for 99 US dollars. It's a series of overhead lights that's uh, solar charged, I guess, during the day because they're using it at night. And... Uh... You can light up your entire site within 40 feet of reach with the power light. It has a 250 lumen focus torch for nighttime wayfinding. And it has warm ambient light. So instead of like, you know, your eyes are used to the dark and then a bright light shining in your face, screwing up your vision. It's a nice soft light so that your eyes can adjust. And it has a, uh, and it's all powered by a 4400 milliamp lithium ion battery that can be recharged from any USB source including BioLite products so again cook during the day with this son of a bitch or while you're cooking not only are you charging you could charge your phone or you can light up your entire area while cooking with this little uh, neat device while you can, while you get your $10 stick snapper to just break I mean, sticks for your next I've been uh, on mute, apparently. I've been on mute. So, whoa, slow the fuck down there, cowboy. Okay. You cook with the lights? What? No. <laughs> While you're cooking, you can power the lights through the USB. Of the BioLite? Yeah. You can okay. Yeah, you can power the, uh, the center, the hub, for all these lights. 
it runs off a a battery that you can charge with something like a BioLite or yeah. just plug or it in a power the bank wall or a power bank or whatever. Okay, yeah. I got you. Okay, okay. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Freaked me out there for a second. Um, something else that I actually saw that was uh, really really cool, as far as I'm concerned, and I didn't um, I didn't do a lot of research into it. It's just, uh, as far as I could tell, it's a Kickstarter project, but I thought it was worth mentioning as far as just cool, fun changes that are happening in some of the, uh, some of the outdoor gear. <clears throat> so basically when you go camping, I don't know about you, but I like to bring an air mattress, right? That makes sense. You don't want to sleep directly on the ground necessarily. You want at least, you know, an inch or two or three between you and the ground. Yeah, you don't want the ants to you don't want the ants to find you. Yes, because that'll totally solve that. Uh, so, you know, when you're blowing one of those up, takes forever. You get winded, get dizzy, you know, whatever. They take so long to blow up. Well, somebody has now come out with a new valve for blowing up um different blow up things so uh, if you so if you want to take your if you want to take your quote girlfriend into the forest with you then well ba- like put, now, put now you can way. now you can inflate her put it this way um the video that i saw and this is for the wind catcher air pad 2 so this is that's what that's what i call my underwear <laughs> it's a uh <laughs> it's a air mattress for camping but uh the guy did an example you know he blew I think like five or six times into a normal air mattress and it was barely blown up at all right he takes three breaths into the wind catcher air pad 2 and because of the new um, uh, valve that they put into it the whole thing was blown up and like really like really well blown up with like three breaths of air and it's like a good three inches thick if not a little bit thicker three quick breaths and it's full. So something like that is just super cool. Like it, it makes it so much easier, especially if they were to like, say, add that to one of those pop-up tents. And then I could pop up my tent in about five breaths, pop up my mattress in about three, charge my phone with my BioLite charging um, campfire while I'm cooking my food you know, and and you can get your quote unquote girlfriend ready in two breaths and still have enough energy left to finish the deed. Okay, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm lost, dude. I You're, guess I'm not that single. The inflatable girlfriend. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> I got you now. Okay, I thought we were yeah. talking about. You won't be by the time she's by the time she's ready. You won't be spent. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, not tonight, honey. I got a headache. Uh, <laughs> well, it's safe to say, and and you know what though, I still think one of my favorite um, tech things that could be put into this episode that we've already mentioned before, actually two of them, I guess, um, that we've already mentioned before that are perfect for traveling and for camping and and hiking and portaging, whatever you want to do outdoors is the, obviously get yourself a waterproof floating Bluetooth speaker because everybody wants tunes wherever you go, right? Like you need music. Music makes the world better. It makes, it makes everything a happier place. And if you get attacked by a crocodile, then you get to die to a soundtrack. Or if you're smart, you could have a, a crocodile mating call and turn it on on the Bluetooth speaker and chuck the speaker away from you. <laughs> just look, thinking of getting it back here. though <laughs> just, well pff, i'd rather not get the bluetooth speaker back than not get my foot back it, it, tur- it turns out it's waterproof but not gator jizz proof oh jesus that's terrible um <laughs> but yes yeah, so uh waterproof speaker but also moreover that water bottle that you were talking about what was it four episodes ago i believe where yeah. it takes the um moisture from the air and and brings it into the bottle and turns it into water in your bottle. Yep. Yeah. Do you do you remember the name of that product? Fuck. Nope. 
Well, let's just take an editor's note and you can find it. Yep. And then just come back on and be like, yeah, do you mean this? And then talk about it a, a bit again. And then we'll just end the episode right after that. Because I, that is like one of my favorite products ever. I actually want you to send that to me because I really want to like buy one. Fontas. Like $200. Okay, so come back on and just be like, do you mean boo? Oh, you mean the Fontas? Is that is that it? Okay, so so what is it again? Why don't you explain it to our listeners who may not have heard the episode where you were talking about it? Well, okay. If water is scarce, why don't you just yank that shit out of the air? An industrial designer in Austria did so. Christoph Reitzar, a designer in Vienna, invented a device that extracts humidity from the air, condenses it with cold through the lid to put it into a bottle with drinkable water. This handy gadget, dubbed the Fontas, can be attached currently to a bicycle so that cyclists can generate water during long rides through the countryside where pit stops may be few and far between. It works on the basic principles of condensation, which are usually demonstrated by taking something out of a refrigerator and leaving it on the kitchen counter. You'll see moisture collecting on the sides of the object. This takes a... Uh, it's it, the, uh, the device consists of a condensator which functions as a cooler, it's connected to a series of hydrophobic surfaces that repel water. As the bike-mounted gadget takes in air and these surfaces get cold, you're left with condensation. They immediately repel all water condensed that they created, so it flows quickly into the bottle. You're taking in air in a vapor state and converting it to a liquid state. It can produce 0.5 liters of water in one hour, in what is considered really good conditions, with temperatures between 86 degrees and 104 degrees Fahrenheit, or 30 to 40 degrees Celsius, and between 80 to 90 percent humidity. And the water you get is clean, unless the air is really contaminated. So unless you're biking through, I don't know, friggin' uh, uh, India or something, or China, you're probably going to be able to drink what you uh, generate. So that's pretty cool. I, was, uh, I love that. I really. And how much is it? Uh, right is there, it available now? The designer is aiming to launch a crowdfunding campaign to cover the cost of mass producing the devices. Radarzar said he is aiming to keep the retail price of Fontas under $100. And if all goes to plan, the self filling bottles could be commercially available in about 9 or 10 months. And that was posted when? That was posted on April 13th of this year. Oh, boo. That sucks. Well, oh, anyway, something oh, like editor's this. note. Editor's note for the uh, for the page, not this site. The Fontas is currently available for pre-order on Indiegogo. There are two versions being offered: a standalone for two hundred dollars. Oh, oh it's still running, so you can get in on this, Rich, if you want. <laughs> You're right for two hundred dollars. What happened to no. he was trying to keep it under a hundred dollars? Well, let's find out what he's got. Okay. Uh, they're currently funded at three hundred and seventeen thousand nine hundred and eighty U.S. dollars. That's one thousand and sixty percent of the thirty thousand dollar flexible goal that he uh, posted it for. There are sixteen days left as of this day of May third, two thousand and sixteen, and the perks are for two hundred and fifty U.S. plus shipping, you get the Fontis Arrow at the normal perk level. You get one Fontis Arrow. You get the world's first self-filling water bottle. For $25, just wanted to help. You'll get your name on the thank you page of the website. For $165 plus shipping, you'll get the Fontis Ride Early Bird. You get a Fontis Ride at a special Early Bird discount. So I guess with all these different names, there's different capacities. Or uh, We're going to have to do more work on this later. But the Fontis Ride, you get to uh, for $165 US. For $225, you get the Fontis Ride. For 400 US, you get two Fontis arrows at a special combined rate to save on shipping. At 450, you can get an arrow and a ride. And for 675, you get two arrows and one ride. And for 750, you get four Fontis arrows. Oh, and uh, I just found out the arrow is a standalone unit, the ride is made specifically for bicycles. Now, the arrow is what you would take if you're going camping. Because it is a standalone unit, I guess the uh, the ride is something that uh, it needs to uh, hook up a generator or something to the bicycle to power okay. it. Mm -hmm. But the ride is a completely standalone unit, and that's what you would put in your backpack to just suck 
water out of the air around you. Hmm. Are you is someone playing a didgeridoo? No, can you hear that? Yes. Oh, that's just my phone being really dumb. Sorry. Yep, so you can still get in on it and check out their Indiegogo page, Fontus, F-O-N-T-U-S, the self-filling water bottles. It's centered in Irvine in the United States, and you got 16 days left to uh, check out if this device is for you. And I'm pretty interested in it. Yeah, for sure. It sounds great. I really like it. <sighs> yep. And uh, for my last device simply because i like because again we can't talk enough about water on this show i got this neat device called the hydro hammock also Uh. it is also a floating hot tub because if you're going camping fuck it why do you have to rough it you can just ease it and that's what you're going to do with this you can get a hammock you can just tie it to trees or whatever or if you're just incredibly lazy as one of the pictures on the website shows you can just dig a fucking hole in the ground, lay the hammock in it, fill it with water, and it has a uh, portable water heater that felt that uh, just runs the water through a heater. So you get to have a hammock slash hot tub wherever you go. You can either attach it to the trees, uh, put it against like put it between the walls in the corner of a on the outside of a wood lodge, or Again, just throw it in a friggin' hole in the ground and enjoy a hot tub instantly. Ha! And uh, pledges to reserve... It's a, a Kickstarter campaign is currently running for it. And pledges to reserve a unit start at 260 Hmm. So, yeah, a hydro hammock. Because you can't relax hard enough. Apparently. That's pretty funny. And that's all I've got for this episode. Are you, uh, are you pretty much done? Yep, that's everything I got. Why don't you uh, tell them where they can find us? Well, you can find us on the Facebook page. You can find us on iTunes. Are we available on any other medias beside uh, Facebook and iTunes? Uh, do yes. Have, do we have Stitcher? Yes, we we are on Stitcher. Um, Google Music Store? Yes, I just got confirmation two days ago that we are now available, at least in the United States, shortly to be followed by the United Kingdom and Canada on the Google Play Music app that is built into Android phones. So search for the little headphone app in your Google folder and search up Geek Fallout Productions or Geek Fallout and you will find ours as well as all of the rest of the shows on the network. You know what other shows you could find on there? No. You could you could find Playing With Power. Oh, are you guys on there too now? <laughs> yes. Nice. We are on the Google Music Store. We are on Stitcher. We are on Nobex Radio for Blackberry, so Chris Guida can listen to it. Only Chris Guida, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and we're also available on Facebook and iTunes. That's Playing With Power. It is a Nintendo Power Magazine retrospective podcast. Uh, Rich has been on the show a couple. Rich has been on the show once, maybe on the show again. Where uh, we're increasing our production schedule, and we also have a YouTube video playing with power. Let's read issue one of Nintendo Power. It's basically the first episode of the podcast, but I put a video to it. So instead of having to read the magazine beforehand, screw it. You can just read the magazine with us, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it going to be putting more up there or really blowing up the brand and you can also find us on twitter at get the power 88 and uh we have a uh, te- uh geek fallout has a uh a twitter as well right yes it does uh at geek fallout do we have a technobabble twitter no just oh. geek fallout but we don't really yeah we're not really on there all that often <laughs> <laughs> we, we use our, our Facebook uh, page more than anything. So if you're looking to interact with us, uh, go to our Facebook page. That's where you will find us. If you have comments about uh, our show, if you have suggestions for, uh, you know, top five articles or things that you would like to see mentioned on the show, please leave your comments on our Technobabble, uh, on the uh, Facebook page for Geek Faller Productions, on our latest Technobabble postings. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to engage with you and uh, give you more of what you want. So uh, until next time, uh, Rich, where can we find you? Uh, You can find me here on Technobabble, on Screenin, 
hopefully on uh, Geek Fallout, the comic book episodes, even though, again, I've been having more technical difficulties with my computer, unfortunately. Um, so our last episode uh, has yet to be found. Um, however, we will be recording a new episode fairly shortly, and hopefully I will be on that. So you can find me there. You can find me on the Geek Follow Productions Facebook page. And uh, until next time, I guess that's pretty it, much it. It is now safe to turn off your device. <laughs>